guys. Welcome to the Boom Tequila Podcast with your hosts. I'm Jody, And I'm Erin. Today, we're talking about a topic that impacts most adults, which is sex, uh, specifically how to have better sex. So if you are open to exploring more in your sexual journey or improving things for you and your partner or partners, then you definitely want to stick around. All right. Before we dive into our topic, though, I want to just talk about what has been, I don't know, updates, our updates. Like what has been going on with you, Jody? I fucked up my Jeep like an hour ago. That was exciting. I was literally just coming down the highway and I was thankfully two minutes from my house, but something, I swear I thought something smashed into it or maybe I ran something over and I didn't see it, but my tire just like exploded. I finally got home and there's this giant like three feet long spike sticking out of the like step that you use to get into the Jeep. It's like stuck in it. And then there's scratches all up and down my door. So that's fun. Of course, things like that happen when you're close to getting your shit paid off. But so um, I did that. I've got some Christmas parties coming up with like 2% of my shopping done. So that's, that's awesome. Um, Just been working. I don't know. I think that's that's really it. What's what's new with you? Yeah, I feel like this is not super exciting update this time. Dating update is I've kind of ghosted all the dating apps. So I don't know if anything's popping there or not, because I just I don't know. I go through these spurts where I'm like, I don't really care. I <laughs> love is- it when you're on there though, and then you send me screenshots of these douche cabooshes. It's like dude, <laughs> it's it's wild. Oh my god. Yeah. I saw this TikTok the other day of these guys that like thought they were real smart and they invented this thing to like swipe right is yes, right? Yeah. They invented this thing that like just spins in circles and it swipes right on every girl. Mm-hmm. And I was laughing as I'm I'm watching and I'm thinking not one time did it pop up and say that's a match. And they went through quite a bit before they ended this. And like, <laughs> well, statistically, because men actually, even those that don't have an automated thing, way to do that, men tend to just kind of swipe right. I've even seen people put in their profile, like I swipe right on everyone just to see who matches. And yeah. then if we match, I'll look at your profile and like if I like you or not, whatever, mm-hmm. which is. They always want to think they have the dumb. upper hand and it's just. But I think it's because there's more, what is it? There's more men on dating apps. Yeah. And women tend to be a lot pickier. Like, I know for me, I'll swipe maybe right on one in like, what, 50? Like, <laughs> I don't know. But I also have to wonder, are the girls' profiles this bad? Like, the, You swipe right when it's like an accident and you didn't mean to, or I do it real fast. I'm like, he's got a mullet. And I swipe right. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like several um, times you've messaged me and be like, did you swipe on this guy? Because what the fuck? I just got a message from someone that was for sure not me a <laughs> <laughs> um I can always tell the ones that you swipe on because you have a type it's always like it's like the really toxic ones that refer to themselves as gross <laughs> it is and I fucking hate them it is um <laughs> like the way they move <laughs> like the worst ones I put I think I put like feminism in my like top so it was just like I feel like that was yeah. out like a whole mess a whole oh, yeah. lot of them um, but yeah, so nothing too exciting there. I've been messing with those stupid AI generators that like generate different, like, and I'm on this like whole group text where it's just ridiculous. Like it's so out of I hand and I don't know, like literally I have nothing. To, I'm, I'm, 
I'm just reaching for stuff at this point <laughs> to make it seem like I have something going on in my life and I don't right now. I'm behind on Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So yeah. Do you want to kick off our, our topic? Yeah. So first and foremost, in order to improve your sex life, you have to have a partner who is also focused on mutually satisfying sexual experiences and open to communication about sex and trying new things. We're going to talk about things you can do and point you to some resources that will support you in starting conversations and learning more from what you like and how to branch out. Yeah. So from my own just personal observation, I feel like this topic seems to be one that generally women have a really high interest in, but maybe they struggle to get their partners to also be interested in actually communicating about specifically. And we're going to talk about why communication is so important, what you need to communicate about, and some ways that will help you actually do it. So first, I thought we would start by talking about some statistics surrounding sex and sexual pleasure, because some of these things are definitely going to play in later when we're talking about how to make things better. Jody, do you want to read the first one? Women take longer to orgasm than men do. Women can take anywhere from six to over 40 minutes to orgasm. A recent study said six to 20 minutes with an average of about 14. I do not believe this included foreplay time as there was a note referencing at least 20 minutes of foreplay in the article, but we'll link that in the show notes if you want to dive deeper. Uh, Another one is that the majority of women do not orgasm from penetration. In fact... According to betterpleasure.com, over 81% of women don't orgasm from intercourse alone without at least additional clitoral stimulation. And only about 18% of women report that intercourse alone is sufficient to orgasm. And I've seen very, and I've seen like 73% on different studies, but it is always very high. I think 73% was the lowest that I saw. Yeah. So, and I didn't know that until what, probably just within the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Because everything is geared towards men. Mm -hmm. So, and of course, you know, as long as they're getting off, what's it matter? But betterpleasure.com also noted that 95% of heterosexual men usually are always orgasm during partnered sexual activity compared to just 65 of heterosexual women. And I have to be honest, I was actually surprised that it was 65%. Because if you think about women that we talk to, like, I don't know a single woman who says they consistently regularly do. Do you? No. No, I don't. And, but it also makes you wonder, like, how were these done? Was, was it a couple and the man was sitting right next to her? That's, when they were that's being a asked really this? good point. That's a really good point because yeah. um, I know when we did our, we had one on like marriage and stuff. And it was like, if the couple was together, the women would always report like, I'm so happy. And like, I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. And if they pulled the woman apart, they would be like, I wish I'd never been married. Like, don't do it. That's yeah. No, I do wonder that. I won't say I know no women that like, yeah. and definitely not, but like never do, but like to say regularly every single time, every time. No, no. Mm-mm. And granted, I don't think that has to be the goal, like every right. single time. And I think it's like normal not to every single time, but I think that it should also be equally prioritized to male pleasure. I guess that yes. would be yes. my my stance. Okay. Um, straight women are also pretty unlikely to orgasm from a first time hookup. I've seen varying statistics on this. I didn't put it in here cause I didn't have like the, I didn't reference it, but I've seen it being as small as like 7% of women 
mm-hmm. on like a one night stand with a man versus it was, I want to say over 60% if they're like lesbians with a woman. So it's not, there's this stigma, I think, or I don't know if stigma is the right word, but like idea that like, well, women just don't orgasm. I've dated men who really thought like, well, women just don't or <laughs> yeah, and it's not that women don't, it's that society is very focused on male pleasure and women are brought up to be focused on male pleasure. So women are brought up to be very like catering to the men. And there's nothing wrong with that, but men are not brought up to reciprocate in any capacity. No. And that is, I think where the problem is. So what are some factors that make sex really great and how do we get there? Studies have shown that sex is better when there's a really strong emotional connection. Feeling safe and secure attachment allows partners to relax and explore their sexual experiences more freely. Communication, and I cannot stress this one enough, but open and honest communication in and out of the bedroom is so, so important. You can't expect someone to know what you like and don't like if you aren't telling them. Yes, there are times when we may feel like body language or other things make it obvious, but I think it's really important to verbalize things and have open discussions. When it comes to what to talk about, I would break this down into like two kind of main areas. I think first, understanding what each person wants, um, just like outcome wise, is the goal to explore, play and experiment or is the goal to really kind of find more of like a steady routine that's reliable and pleasurable for everybody involved? Because sexual compatibility and just being on the same page, I think initially and foundationally is important. And then the other part is figuring out if you don't already know what you like, what you don't like, what you're open to and want to try. And then figuring out a way to clearly communicate this and have your partner communicate it as well. And now we're going to go over some communication tips. So Jody, do you want to read the first one? Yeah. So find what works for you. For instance, you might feel most comfortable directing your partner in the moment, or you might feel better talking and being more open when you can sit down and talk about things out of the bedroom. In a lot of cases, it might be a mix of both. And if talking about sex is really hard for you, it may help to write things out. You can journal for yourself, like to kind of process it before talking about it. Or I've even known couples who have done like back and forth journaling or other things like that. And I think that's totally okay too. However, you're able to communicate it, I think is fine. So I think you don't, it doesn't have to look a certain way, I guess I would say. Yeah. Starting conversations with what you don't like or criticism of the other person, that is sensitive and vulnerable topic and making your partner feel safe and secure and not judged will open the door for healthier and more productive communication. Also, I think just what uh, sexting and dirty talk over text can actually be a good way to tell your partner what you want, like a scenario that turns you on or a fantasy you've had, a way to kind of test the water with different ideas, et cetera, um, in like a fun way. Yeah. Like for example, instead of just a dick pic, a video with sound, (laughs) it's really important to communicate your desires and limits. (laughs) I think it can be really helpful to use a menu or guide as a point of reference to walk through various sexual acts and determine what things you are open to or not open to. This can also be a good time to let your partner know if you have any sexual triggers so they know to be sensitive to that. All right. We are going to link 
This is just like a fun extra. This is something that I found that I think is like a cool resource. We're going to link in the show notes, a guide, kind of a sex menu that I found online. And I think it could be really helpful for you. So this is like almost like not a workbook, but it is something that you do and you can do it separately and talk about it with your partner or you can do it together with your partner. But I think it's a really, really great way to kind of guide the conversation, initiate and get you thinking about stuff because Uh, One thing that I've learned is you don't know what you don't know. And so like, you're not necessarily going to think of every scenario, but this is a menu that lists a ton of stuff and you can add to it if you think of other things that you want to put on there. But um, (laughs) Jody's reading ahead. I can see her face. (laughs) (laughs) I I tried to keep it like not, it has over 350 different like sex acts on it. And I'm not going to go through all of those obviously, (laughs) but I did want to give you guys just an idea of what types of things are on this and how it works. And then we'll have it, we'll have the link to where you can go to download it in the show notes. All right. So first I'm going to explain the levels or answers, and then we're going to walk through some of the items. <laughs> Jody, are you ready? No. <laughs> You're like, no, because you saw some of it. Um, I, I just glanced down and the first thing I saw. <laughs> I know. The first thing you saw was probably something crazy. But the thing is like, I also think something like this can help because it is uncomfortable to talk about sex. Like sex is, it's very vulnerable and it can be embarrassing. And we live in a really sexually repressed culture. And that might sound crazy because you're like, there's sex everywhere, but there's not healthy sex. And there's not people talking about sex and talking about sexual health and things like that. And those topics I think are still very taboo to speak openly about. And so it can be really, really uncomfortable, even if it's a partner that you're already having sex with, honestly. In fact, I think sometimes if sex happens before the conversation, it can make those conversations even harder. And I think having those conversations before sex for me is important. I don't know, I guess. But all right, we're going to talk about the levels on this thing. So what what the, it's a spreadsheet. And on one column, there's a list of like the sex acts. And then the other, you kind of like label what it is. And so you're defining, is it a hard limit, a soft limit, um, or something you're into? So I'm going to, walk through what these mean. So a hard limit means no, like under no circumstances, you don't want this. A soft limit means it's not ruled out completely. Like if your partner really wants to do it, maybe indifferent is like, eh, like it doesn't really turn me on, but yeah, sure. Whatever. Like we'll do it. (laughs) Uh, We're going to say sure means you're interested in doing this. Maybe you have in the past, like yes is you've enjoyed it. Or you sorry, you do enjoy this and you want to do it or lots of it. And then need it is like you can't go without this. It needs to be at least a part of your sex life. So are you ready? Go through the list and tell us if there's any that you need me to cut, I can. I tried to pull out just a handful that I thought you would be okay with answering on this because I felt like I knew what your answer would be. Yeah. So if yeah. that's not correct, oh I'll answer. I don't too. fucking care. Okay. Well are you gonna answer too? Yeah, I'll answer them. Okay. Okay. Them. All right. So Okay, the first one, and this is part of just like affection in general, is cuddles. Um, sure, honestly, like I don't, don't care. I don't care really. Like really, I feel like I would. I'm leaning towards yes. It's between sure and yes. Okay. Yeah. So you could like have a sexual partner that you never like cuddle with at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's cool. I would say probably need it at least some, like not all the time or anything, but like. Hmm. I want to feel like affectionate touch outside of, you know, yeah. whatever. Sure. Um, aftercare. What does that mean? So aftercare is like any type of kind of just like 
kindness and affection after sex, especially if you've done something like, I don't know, had like a rougher session or something. It can be anything from like cuddling to whatever, but it's like right when you're done, they're not just like putting their pants on and walking out the door on their Okay, You know, I'm going to say need it. Okay. Yeah. I say need it too. So yeah, I think need it. There's not a wrong answer. Public displays of affection. Um, indifferent. I I don't I've never really been big on it, but if it's something that is important to my partner, then I sure it'd be fine, but not a lot. Yeah. For me, I would say pretty indifferent to sure. Like I'm fine with it. I have no problems with it, but definitely yeah. like within reason, like I'm not comfortable with public displays of affection at like Courtney and Travis <laughs> levels <laughs> no, that are making no. everyone around them uncomfortable. Like, but you what know, pisses me off. You or like hand holding in public, like I'm fine with No, that. when they do it, like when you're, and I've seen this happen and I've had this happen with past relationships is like, say you're hanging out in public and all of a sudden like your ex walks by or something, then all of a sudden they want to like hold on to you and hold your hand and stuff. Then I'm fucking irritated because I know you're just trying to like, look at me. That kind of shit pisses me off. But like, I don't mind if it's like a protective thing. Like they put your arm around you because they can tell you're uncomfortable or something like that. But yeah, if it's like a possessive, like, yeah, to like try and make them jealous or something. I don't like that. That gives me the egg. Yeah, for sure. Um, choking. Nice transition. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would say the same. Yes. Branding. Like. Like burning permanent or something. To burning. Like get like, yeah. Hard limit. Absolutely not. Same hard limit. No. Hand or ankle cuffs? Um. Sure. Yeah, I would say sure. Yes. On yeah. that one. Uh, dirty texting. Yes. Also, yes. Blood play. Hard limit. I agree. Hard limit. See, I tried to pick ones I knew you would know, like, I knew your answers to all yeah. of them. I was actually only surprised about the cuddles one so far. Yeah. I just, I don't know. No, you're fine. There's not a wrong answer. Yeah. Anal fisting. Need it. No, I'm kidding. Um, Hard limit. Hard limit. Yeah. Definitely you and, no. You and butt stuff have a special just, relationship. We just have, yeah. I would say also hard limit for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pause a little bit there to think about it. Like hmm, maybe. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, edging. Oh, tell me what this is again. So edging is like oh, basically... where you get like almost there, like you almost come right, and then um, like you know, and it's like teasing to like basically like lead up to like a bigger orgasm. I guess indifferent to sure. Yeah, and Fun. I would say sure to yes. Yeah. Uh, dirty talk. Yes. Same. Yes. Mm-hmm. pet play like an animal like your pet like yes your, like hard limit no animals what the fuck well I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with it for people that want to do this I've known people that want to do it that have like you know like I don't know dress up like they have like a what do you call it like character almost or like an alter ego mm-hmm. um, an animal no I mean for me it's a hard limit it's not for me I'm just <laughs> saying I don't think there's anything wrong with it it's not hurting anybody like it's not for yeah. me but it's a hard limit for me, but mm-hmm. vibrators. <laughs> Need it. Need I it. would yeah. say. Not every time. Okay. Yeah. If you're going, if you're going just like in general, I would say mm-hmm. need it. Like yes to need it mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Um, Pegging. Soft limit. Same. I'm surprised <laughs> on that one. That you... <laughs> oh, because you've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, okay. The menu that we're going to link. So that's all the questions that we're going to ask. There's over 350 on this menu. And that menu that we are going to link also has some other questions at the end about sexual health, like when you were last tested, if you've ever tested positive for anything and whatnot. And I think those are also really important conversations to have and to be comfortable talking about, especially if you are thinking about having sex with a new partner. All right. Then I also want to talk about, and sorry, Jody, this first bullet was supposed to be highlighted and I think it got unfigured. But uh, some quick win tricks that could possibly help. Now, these are not going to solve all of your problems by any means, but these are some kind of like quick wins that could give it a little, a little boost. Maybe a little Do you want to read the first one, Jody? Yeah, the first one is cannabis. Over 70% of men and women both say that their orgasms are more intense when using cannabis. While regular use seemed to still result in better sex for women, for men, daily use of cannabis was associated with reaching orgasm too quickly, slowly, or not at all compared to men who don't use cannabis. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I want to say it didn't, yeah, it didn't seem like it, there wasn't anything about women with that, but men specifically, it was like if they use it every single day. Yeah. It, I don't know. Have you ever been with a guy that did it every single day? No, no. not. We didn't have sex. Okay. Yeah. Was it because you- he, was it because he just came too quickly in his pants? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just never like the, the. I really only dated one guy that smoked weed all the time, and he was too busy smoking weed and crack with his brother to do much with me. I can't imagine crack is really great for your sex life either. Like I can't imagine that's like helping your. It wasn't great for mine, and I wasn't even doing it. I have, and I would say, yeah, maybe, maybe that was part of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was I was thinking there was this other guy. This was like forever ago. I think he did every day, and I don't remember. And I never had sex with him, but I almost did. And when I said that comment to you, it reminded me of it because, like, we were gonna have sex, and then he like mm-hmm. came too quickly. He <laughs> <laughs> did like so. I was like, oh, maybe man. maybe that was why. Anyways, so um, and the cannabis obviously only if that's legal. Like where I live, that's not legal. So I'm not gonna. I'm not going to like advise you to do that. But if you live where it's legal and you can, cool, try it. Erin, don't smoke weed. She smoked fools like you on the b-ball court. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Loves it. Okay. Uh, the, another one, quick win. If you don't already do this, I feel like everybody does at least some, right? Use toys. Uh, playing with different vibrators is a really good start if you have not yet integrated any toys into sex, but there's a ton of other things that you can try and play with to spice things up and you Just should do it guys. Things. Who cares if your husband's like, oh, he doesn't like that. So fucking what, dude? Just do it. <laughs> I'm telling you. you. You should agree on what you're doing. You would not believe the, because I'm a hairstylist. So I have a lot of clients, a lot of women, and you wouldn't believe the amount that come and sit in my chair and say, well, I've never used one. Like, oh, I do believe it. Yeah. That because my husband won't let me, he doesn't Mm -hmm. think that, or like, he thinks that I'll be, he'll be replaced by it. It's like, bitch, do it together. Oh my gosh. Writing this episode made me think of this one guy that I dated. And I remember at one point trying to like introduce just like I don't know, really simple stuff. Like, I think it was like toy, like just like some vibrators or like, like a cock ring that had a vibrator on it. Cause I was like, well, that's kind of like for him too. So it's maybe not as like threatening. And like, he was really just not open to any of it. And when I would be like, well, what, you know, is your idea of, he'd just be like, my dick, like (laughs) men are cavemen. Oh my God. It's just like, yeah. 
Well, <laughs> okay. Use lube. There's different types of lube that can help to increase pleasure or give different warming or cooling effects. There are even CBD lubes. I didn't know that. That's yeah. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So some resources. Uh, if you are interested in growing, learning, and exploring more in your own sexual journey, we wanted to point you to a couple of other podcasts that really center all of their content around this topic that I think would be helpful for you. Do you want to tell us the first one? Yeah, the first one is Talk Sex with Emily podcast. This is a really great podcast focused on sexual education with Dr. Emily Morse, who has also recently was also recently on an episode of Call Her Daddy talking about how to have an orgasm, if that's of any interest. But Talk Sex with Emily is interesting and packed with a ton of great info that I think is relevant no matter where you are in your sexual journey. And then another one that I think is really good is called Fucks Given Podcast by Come Curious with Florence Barkway and Reed Amber. This is a really fun podcast centered around a wide variety of very uncensored discussions about sex, kink, and relationships. So if you are not at all like kink-friendly or open to that, this one could potentially be be a little bit much for you, um, where I would say Talk Sex with Emily is like really great for no matter where you're at, but they're both really good, honestly, podcasts, so that you should check out. Yeah. So now that kind of wraps up our topic section, and now we're going to transition into Joe Jam, which is the part of our show where we throw out new music that's out or music that we've been listening to. So Jody, what do you have this week? Um, I've been listening to Cody Jinx lately and the song that has been basically on repeat in my Jeep until I ruined it earlier. Uh, the song <laughs> is called Must Be the Whiskey and it came out a few years ago, but it's a really good one. So check it out. Awesome. And mine is one that also just came out. It is called FTCU by Lotto. Nice. And it has a couple other like newer female rap artists featured on it as well. So What's it stand for? Fuck the club up. I'm surprised you got the fuck the. I was going to say. I wouldn't have guessed crackhead. it, honestly. Fuck the crackheads or something. Fuck but the then. Crackheads. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the crackheads. Um, fuck the club up. I like that. Okay. And that now that Joe Jam is done, it means it's time for our final segment of the show, which means it's time to dish mish. You met a dish mish. Okay. Let's do it. We just have a few questions for dish mish today. Question number one, and these aren't too crazy. Uh, how easily do you cry during movies? So easily, like anything. Even if it's just like a really, really cute and not sad, I'll cry. Like I'm I'm very emotional, bitch. What about I was you? Gonna, I, yeah, really easily. Like I've cried during, I could not even watch. I don't know how you did it. That show with Mandy Moore that everybody loved. What is it called? This Is Us. I couldn't because every single episode I was crying. I was like, yes. why? why would you want to do this to yourself? Like, I don't want to literally just like cry at like this much. It's, it was too much. The last couple episodes, I was like sobbing uncontrollably, could not breathe. It was just, <gasps> yeah, was a lot. Like I'll cry during like a Hallmark Christmas movie or something. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easily. Uh, describe <laughs> the perfect Sunday. The perfect Sunday. Um, Sleeping in nice weather a picnic with family staying in like your sweats or comfy all day but like still going out and doing things with close family or friends and then coming 
home and watching like a movie or something and snacking and eating ice cream. And yeah, that's it. Describe yours. I love that. I would say also probably sleeping in and not like, I love it on Sundays when I don't have anything that I have to do. Like everything's kind of done or taken care of or cleaned. Um, and I also, I, I love doing like, um, pedicures or like my nails and stuff on Sunday. Like, I feel like that's just like relaxing and watching movies and staying in for the most part in really comfy clothes, but I wouldn't mind going out. I just don't like to have like a, my ideal Sunday is like not having shit scheduled that I have to worry about doing. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's even better if someone just calls us like, Hey, let's go have a picnic at the park over there. Like, and you just go. In your sweats. Yeah. Yeah. All right. When you listen to music, do you focus on the music or the lyrics? When I first listen to it, I focus on the music. And if I really like the song, then I will absolutely like search the lyrics and listen and kind of like study them. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. What about you? I lyrics generally Mm -hmm. like the lyrics are always what stand out the most to me in a song. You do because even like in rap songs, I'll, we'll be listening to it and I don't even notice it. And then you'll like repeat what they said back to me. If it's something really raunchy, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Cause it always is. And I always think I about it. like, imagine if like they said like some, I don't know, like little Wayne lyrics or something. I'll be like, imagine yeah. if they said this, like in a country song or in like, any oh my other God. Genre, you'd be like, what in the world? Or like, right? but I always think too, of like, imagine the fact that like, they wrote this, they thought about it, they played it back and they're like, oh yeah, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> and then they like did it so many times. Like there was so much thought put into that, like yeah. really nasty, whatever they're saying that like might not even make sense. And I just and paid love that for this. I yeah. love it. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then our last one is a banger. Uh, name no. something sexual that gave you the ick. <laughs> oh my god! So there was this dude that I dated a long time ago, and like every time he'd get really excited, or like we were doing anything, or like I was doing anything, he would get these like deposits on the sides of his mouth, like spit deposits, <laughs> like slobber, but like it, but it, not but spit, it was, just like drool. It was like not drool. It was like a white film like in the corners Mm. (laughs) and that was yeah that definitely gave me the egg it was like every time like close your mouth was he like dehydrated or something I don't know probably he probably was I love that that's super gross that is kind of that's random but it is kind (laughs) of egg that's the first thing that came to mind (laughs) the first thing that came to my mind I have probably a lot but uh, some of them are just too much for the podcast, so I'll spare you. This one's probably too much for the podcast, but I won't spare you. I was talking to one of my friends about this recently, and I like shared it with her, and that's what, it made me think of it. But there was, it's going to give me the egg just telling, telling you. There was this guy that like, okay, right after, first of all, I hate, like baby talk already gives me the ick. Like when guys are like, just use cutesy words like, I'm going to get some chicky, chicky naggies or like, <laughs> like, I want some snuggies. Or, I no. don't know. Like it just, yeah, it gives me the ick. So bad. And I feel like the men who do this are the ones who tend to want to kind of be mothered. And maybe there's, I don't know. There's something about it. I don't like it. It, it just gives me the ick anyways. Mm-hmm. So this was like the icing on the ick cake because 
we had just gotten done having sex and he makes this baby face and he was like, <laughs> I can't even, it's so, I'm sorry. And he, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm going to like die right now on this podcast. And he goes, again, please. Oh no. Like, what? <laughs> And he said, I was like, no, I was like, did you just use baby talk? And I said that because one thing about me, I don't like to give, I'm not going to be like, oh, that was cute. If I don't think it was cute. Mm-hmm. So I was like, did you just baby talk? And he was like, again, please. And I was like, no, you're not leaning in. Absolutely not. Never again. Like, it really gave me the ick. That's so the bad. Ick. That's beyond so the bad. Ick. That's the ick's granddaddy. Like, that's major <laughs> ick. <laughs> <laughs> so gross i'm like traumatized from it i think um not really i'm traumatized from it i wasn't there well you got to hear like the fuller details that were (laughs) much sexier but okay yeah that is all we on such a lovely note to end on (laughs) um on that note thank you thank you yes (laughs) um i hope none of you get this any sexual icks this week and I hope you all have better sex. Yes. And what am I? Oh my gosh. I am. Follow us. We really need to pre-record an outro for next year, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're us really on TikTok and it. YouTube at Boom to Kill a Podcast. Um, yeah. Our Facebook group is really where we in- engage the most. So join that if you're on yeah. Facebook and leave a review because that is something that supports us, that doesn't cost you anything. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.